sometime. Here we go. Uh, sometime is now. Welcome to Live Reality Games. Here at Live Reality Games, we like to talk about, nonetheless, live reality games. Uh, we are joined here tonight for a special kind of a season recap, kind of a pre-finale, if you will. I know it's finale night, and a lot of folks are waiting for the Survivor 41 finale. That is a little bit later. Um, however, we are talking about the finale happening tomorrow night for Ascendance Live. Uh, it is a new live reality game. This is their first season in person. And one of the members is in the chat right now. Uh, Papa serves as the host of the series. So thanks for tuning in. And you're doing a great job. And I can't wait to talk about the host in a little bit. Um, but going forward here, we have some special guests tonight. Um, joining us back from our original cast draft, uh, Drew, welcome back. Hey, hey, glad to be back, and I'm glad to still be in the running, so happy for that. Thanks for having Absolutely. me. <laughs> uh, before we do get into the draft that we participated in a little bit ago, um, spoiler alert, this will be all full of spoilers for the season, so make sure if you have not caught up with Ascendance Live, make sure you go back to YouTube, watch this, and then watch this again. Uh, for the nice little recap and let us know do you agree with our picks do you disagree we want to hear from you uh, another person we want to hear from is ray ray welcome back hello i'm glad to be back i am vibing and just like super excited to talk about the season uh, me too uh, so many highlights and things to talk about and i want to really look forward to like the next season too because i know that's already like in production or people have applications i don't know exactly so i'm excited uh, but also, I'm excited to talk to Duke here. Duke runs the podcast at Lost at Sea, which has been covering every week's episode. Uh, Duke, how are you tonight? I'm doing well, doing well. Thank you so much for having me on. I love the channel and everything, and I can't wait to talk about this season. Uh, well, speaking of channels, you run your own podcast. Uh, where do you find that? Uh, what is it called? And what do you cover, I guess? It's called Ascendance Lost at Sea, and you can find it on mainly Spotify, but I believe you can find it on all your podcast outlets. Uh, yeah, just been doing exit interviews and talking with some guests about the season. Uh, exit interviews are some of my favorite things to sit down with. There's so many like things that happen besides behind the scenes that you don't hear about, so many decisions that you don't see on camera. Uh, Duke, what has been the most surprising thing you've gotten from an interview yet? So I think the most surprising thing that I've come across is it, I don't know if it's shown well or that much on the episodes, but there was a real like bond between the women contestants of the season. And, you know, a lot of the votes came down to potentially voting out a woman and woman and then, you know, kind of flip because they had that kind of unspoken bond. And I don't think it's ever mentioned really in any of the episodes, but it's something that has been coming up through the exit interviews and, it was uh, pretty interesting to find that out. Um, but yeah, that's probably the most surprising thing I would say. I felt like I got the opposite in the edit, honestly. I felt like a lot of the female players were like put up against each other. Like either you're going to have to vote for Michelle or Destiny in a situation or something like that. We don't ever see like there's another option until it gets closer to the vote. Um, so that's really interesting. Um, Matt is also in the comments saying, Ray, so stunning, as always. Thank you, Maddie Odin. I love you. Keep giving me compliments, please. <laughs> <laughs> 
well, then, tonight's discussion is really just a discussion. Um, not much planned, but I want to talk about some highlights and great things that I see in Ascendance and I can't wait to see more of. One of those is, honestly, the host. Papa, you do a great job, and I want to see more of Papa. Um, Drew, you've done a live game before. How do you think Papa is at wrangling this crew together? Oh, Papa does a fantastic job. I wouldn't even know this is his first rodeo he seems super professional i love that he has his little note cards i think that's always super cool because it makes him even more professional i feel like by doing that <laughs> um he knows still how to have fun which is always good what you need in a host he always still is joking and always has a smile on his face so yeah i think he does a fantastic job and i can't wait to see how much better he's going to be in season two. If he's this good in season one, I can only imagine how good he's going to be in season two. And I do want to shout out Nicole. I think I love seeing her in the background. I think it'd be cool if she did a cameo in season two and hosted around. I think that'd be pretty cool too. So. I agree. I am nodding my head for anybody tuning into the podcast at Live Reality Games. I can't quite see, but I'm nodding my head. And <laughs> yes, I think Nicole does a great job too. We see her a little bit. I think it's this last challenge or something. We see her in the background. She's wearing like something blue. I was like, where are you? <laughs> um, Ray, what do you think about uh, season one? Any standout highlights that you want to mention? Yes. Well, I, I, my highlight is always when Michelle was on screen. I was kind of obsessed <laughs> with her. And I like met her in real life. And I got to stand a little bit. So I was, I was recently just heartbroken. Because she was like the one leading my draft as well. So I was like really invested. Um, I just liked a lot of like the more fun moves, like Stephanie like taking out Mark or like something like like unexpected like that. Even though that like hurt my draft, but, like I was like I was not really expecting that just because of um, this. They have like a really good friendship, or and I really like seeing people like I didn't know Destiny at all, but I really liked her personality. I thought she was really like fun and dynamic to watch, and she had great hair. Like just like I said in the promo, like she had great hair throughout which i really appreciated so she was also like i i more like highlighted like the contestants are like is what who i really liked i thought they did a really good job casting mm -hmm. and they're very vibrant cast for sure now uh we mentioned we did a cast draft uh ray drew and i and christian from the greenhouse we did like a little round robin thing nothing too serious but drew uh, i was showing you the cast list earlier so um drew you're still in it and I'm then still, I'm still in it. uh since christian couldn't join us tonight duke you're kind of the honorary like nice team, so congratulations <laughs> I'm, doing well. <laughs> I'm doing very well <laughs> um curiosity duke did you ever do like a like a cast draft or were you rooting for someone so i hosted a draft i did not do uh i didn't actually pick a team but if i were rooting for somebody i would be rooting for the ogs uh the season oneers um so peyton's still alive i would be rooting for him erica jeff and memesy of course i'd be rooting for season one for sure yeah uh so uh, you see our draft list you know going down that's the teams of course uh who would you say had the better team regardless of standings right now like if this is episode one who are you rooting for I would say I'd be rooting for either myself and Christian or you, Dustin, because uh, you have the most uh, season one stands or season one players that I would be standing. So I would pick myself slash Christian or you. 
Good choice. Good choice. <laughs> uh, Ray, how do you think your team did overall here? We got Mark, Michelle, Nick, and Memes. So, Well, like, basically when Memes voted himself out that round, <laughs> I just no. knew this wasn't going to go well for me. <laughs> um, I was re like, I love my team. They were happy. They had a good time. Mark got stabbed in the back. Nicholas <laughs> just had no connections. And then Michelle was just perfect. So I really like have no complaints. It was like a really good time, like watching them. Like I was really committed, and my heart broke every single time they left. <laughs> yeah, just think about that double episode for me. Oh, ouch! That's half my team. Oh my gosh! I bet. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Uh, now Nick. Um, Nick had an interesting thing. Um, during I think when the votes were being read, or he called out a hierarchy, and he never got specific with anyone. Um, Duke, I don't know if you had a chance to talk with Nick or anything, but was that something that maybe he should have brought up and said some names at that point? Yeah, during Nick's inter exit interview, that's definitely something that he brought. Like, that was his number one regret was not naming names in that specific instance. Um, you know, he was basically referring to, you know, Edmund, Stephanie, and Peyton, who we see are now still in the game, uh, kind of ran it. So, figure. you know, that was one of his big regrets. Um, but, yeah, he kind of had a little meltdown there in that episode, and he does wish that he kind of called them out, I guess. <laughs> uh, speaking of meltdowns now, uh, we can't avoid the conversation about Erica. Erica had a tough round. Um, Erica's on my team. Uh, I've been there playing live games before, Drew, and I think you can feel the bond, too. I know, uh, Duke and Ray, you haven't played one in person, but the emotions are just like... You can play online games as much as you want, but emotions in real life are just um, over the top there. So, Erica, I totally understand having that rough time. Um, Drew, was there anything that maybe you could say about the emotions of playing a live game? I completely understand how Erica's feeling. I'm an emotional player. You can ask anyone I play with. I'm super emotional. I wear my heart on my sleeve, and it's tenfold in a, in a live game. So her breaking down and crying, I empathize with her because it's not easy. You may think, oh, we're only playing two, three days. No, you're with these people 24-7. When you're not playing the game, you're still playing the game. Even when cameras are off, you're still playing the game. So her breaking down is raw emotions. People may say, oh, this is just for camera. They wanted a show. No, it is legit raw emotions. You can ask anyone that's hosted me in the online games that I've played. I threatened to quit every single round in the games that I play that carried over into the last game I played too. Um, but these games are just so much and take a toll on you mentally. So I'm just glad that Erica had people in the game who were supporting her. You need those people that are outside. Yes, they're still your competitors, but those people that are around her like a Michelle that she had to lean on Jake to lean on. I really loved that trio because they were very supportive of each other. Ultimately they knew they were competing against each other, but they were super supportive. And that's the kind of bonds that you need in these live games to keep you sane. Yes. You can't trust everyone, but I love that. And yes, there were, there were some of them that were wanting her to stay for a number. AKA I feel like that was more so people not truly with her, like a Peyton and Edmund and all of them wanting to use her as a number. But Michelle and Jake actually felt like cared. I'm not saying Peyton and Edmund didn't, but more so they cared more like on a personal level, like, hey, I hope she's okay. 
And that just warms my heart because if I had someone in that game like that, it would mean a lot to me. So I see how these bonds can get built like mm -hmm. that. Uh, Duke, how was your interview with Erica? Like Erica's one of, she's a newer contestant into these games in general. Like, yeah, Erica, um, is obviously Nicole's sister. Um, and I met Erica twice, um, in person that many that I was talking about earlier, uh, we participated in, um, but during her exit interview, uh, she, she was great. I thought, um, you know, she really enjoyed like her favorite part of the entire experience she said was just meeting the people which a lot of the people say that at the end of the exit interview but um she really enjoyed it uh so i thought i thought she played well for her first time i guess i've never played so i can imagine all that stuff happening within two to three days a lot of people complaining about not eating which you could eat but like you don't have time to eat apparently or you got to be talking it all the time so uh, I thought she, you know, recovered somewhat well from that little uh, breakdown. So it was it was good to see Erica, you know, play. Uh, Erica fan in the audience too. Uh, Maddie, I think you referred to um, as, as this person here. Uh, Maddie Erica. Yes, Matthew Von Oatmeal. <laughs> I want to say, like, as a person who also is, like cries in every single online game, like, ever. Or just like I just like cry over everything. Like I really understand what Erica like was going through, and I was really happy that people as well were like supportive. Um, I wish that she like I wish that there was like l l more time between rounds so that she could have composed herself and like get back into the game because she was really killing it before that one one round, which was just like it's really this one really sad vote, but like it just happens. So mm -hmm. um, loving her, she's a queen. <laughs> Yeah, Drew knows um, I've only threatened to quit one game, and that was high emotions at that time. Oh, so. uh, yeah, no, I've threatened every single yeah. every single game I've been in, I've threatened, because it's just the emotions. It's hard to, like, have to vote these people out. So um, Papa knows all too well. I did it all throughout Season 9. Duke actually knows as well because he was in my chat, but I threatened to quit almost every single round. So I would never do that because I respect the game too much and I'm competitive and the host, but that's my outlet to be able to threaten these things. So mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Papa just had a little bit of clarifying information. Um, says production gets 15 minutes for lunch and then people are too busy. So, and then they, yep. So it's kind of like you're doing the survivor. It's like ascendance slash survivor at the same time. Like, yeah, no, you emotions are just so high. <laughs> you know, they're just so high. Like, you you eat and you'll get nauseous. But if you don't eat, you're also nauseous. So it's like a catch-22. I never can eat in the – I never can eat when I play live games because my mind's constantly going. I'm not thinking about eating. And then at the end of the night, I'm like, I'm – sorry. I'm starving, so. <laughs> uh, Stephanie says that she just had so much to talk about still. So – um, since Stephanie's in the comments, let's talk about Stephanie here. Like Stephanie, final three so far. Um, Drew, um, Stephanie is clearly on your team. Any like, I know the game's already done and everything. Any words of encouragement for Stephanie in this final episode? I'm. They gave a glimpse because obviously she lost part one and part two. I think I think her only potential hope is if Edmund has won the final. Um, 
the final HOH. He, I don't see Peyton taking Stephanie at all, especially after voting for her last round. So her only hope is Edmund. And like Edmund said, she needs to fight hard for him to take her. So I'm hoping she hasn't lost the fire that she's shown all game. And she fights one final time for herself if Edmund wins to bring her there. Because I do think if Stephanie is sitting in the end, I'll be wearing the crown right next to her because she has played an amazing game. I don't think she's pissed off jury members like Peyton and Edmund have. So I really think I have a shot if Edmund brings her. Will he if he wins? I think it'd be dumb if he did. Personally, if I was playing the game, I would bring bring the other person who was pissing jury members off as well. But maybe Edmund has a heart deep down there and will bring Stephanie if he wins. But... Uh, we'll see. Yeah, same predictions for me. I think the jury likes Stephanie too much. I think um, it's going to be a harder battle if any one of those guys takes Stephanie to the end. Uh, Ray? Um, my Yeah, my feelings and in my heart, I want Stephanie to make it to the end and win, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, I, I see that, like, I, I, I feel like Edmund or Peyton will take each other. They're just like, two little party girls who are just stuck together, like with everyone hating them. Um, I'm personally, I, for some reason, like I love both of them. I've, oh, I just been like rooting against Peyton this whole season. <laughs> so I just really want Edmund to, to take it out. So um, th- those are my feelings. I, I don't really know between um, Peyton or Edmund who they would choose. I feel like it's part of it is how they explain themselves. Um, Though I, Peyton has never gotten his ascendance win, and I like part of me also just wants him to get that. So um, I'm very conflicted. I have a lot of very complicated emotions about the whole deal. So oh, we'll see. Um, pr- the episode premieres tomorrow on YouTube. Duke, are you in the same boat? Do you think Steph's got this if she makes it to the end? Or yeah, I think the only problem Steph has is you know convincing somebody to take her to the end at this point. Um, but, you know, I think there's there's always a way to kind of paint a narrative and, and, you know, tell somebody, you know, you know, there's a reason why you should take me to the end. There's you always got to fight, you know, and try to, you know, try to squeeze it out. Um, and I, I agree with, you know, Drew's, uh, you know, analysis. I think that, you know, what she can do, I think her best route is to try to pin, you know, whoever uh wins and is making that decision be like hey you know you got to separate your game from this other person you know take me um but i think that's going to be tough to sell (laughs) um due to her resume but hey anything can happen you know beauty of the game Mm -hmm. uh stephanie says thanks drew um and then also bringing up edmund here edmund um i think it's very likely like you, you kind of want to take a winner to the end because they've already won. However, this is a new game format, so that could work out in Edmund's favor. But also, as, as a crowning a two-time winner, that's pretty impressive. Um, back to Duke here. Edmund shot about winning, or final episode words. Yeah, um, I think Edmund has a great shot at winning. Um I think that, yeah, you know, he's won the game before. He won against my brother <laughs> in the game, actually, which is funny. Um, and he won unanimously. So he definitely knows how to how to win. Um, but, you know, as we see these, ep- these last couple episodes, I think a lot of people are pissed off at Edmund right now. So it's like, 
he's going to have to explain, you know, some of those things, explain, like smooth things over with the jury. I don't think he has played, you know, as dominant as he did in season two of the org, but I do think, you know, Edmund has just as good a shot of winning the game as anybody left in the game right now. Yeah, I think Erica leaves with a message, like something about jury management. I think Edmund has the best jury management or kind of trying to recover from those um, marks that he made against the jury, like being more upfront about the vote and just saying what's going on, as opposed to like Peyton kind of switching at the last moment and kind of confusing people at that point. Uh, Ray, Edmund at the finale. Um. I honestly feel like he kind of was really messy throughout the game. Like, he just lied for no reason. But, like, he's also just, like, cute and really likable. And he really can talk his way out of a lot of situations. At least I played, like, an online, like, over a type version of, like, online games with him. And he's really charismatic. Like, I know he knows how to win. I know he can, like, sit down and, like, explain his game in front of um, a jury. Um, I think it would be really impressive if he won just because he would be the first like online winner and as well as the first like I mean, not the first like online winner but like the first one to like do online and live as the winner i think that'd be really cool um i'm also just like rooting for him because i'm rooting against peyton so <laughs> uh drew you've played with peyton before i think peyton is just really a person to uh, have fun to root against even though we we do want peyton to do well of course but um Thoughts yeah. about just Edmund, I guess, before we get to Peyton. I think Edmund, I haven't known anything about Edmund. Obviously, I knew he's won um, a sentence before. But I think Edmund is really good at not painting a target on his back, yet still being a talk, like still being having a hand in moves in the game. He's very like, yes, he's a party girl, but I feel like he has a very laid back demeanor and easy to talk to for everyone so everyone wants to work with him so that's he's had a, he's had to piss people off because he everyone likes him and i just think that kind of strategy can hurt you sometimes but i feel like he is doing the best he can to ease like you said jury management ease each person as they leave yeah they still have a bitter taste in their mouth some people like in erica I, he might have lost Michelle's vote if he gets there because Peyton let her go to fire making and um, Edmund did not. So it's really going to be if he can sell his game and if he can continue to be his charismatic self and connect people on a jury level, I definitely think he can win this game for sure, even though he has pissed people off. Mm -hmm. uh, now pissing people off, that would be, I think, in Peyton's like receipts that he's got. So... <laughs> Uh, but you've played with Peyton before. How was playing with Peyton? Um, obviously, I played a different style of game with Peyton. Obviously, it was the mole, so it wasn't a voting kind of thing. But uh, I'm pretty close to Peyton. We talk every day. So, um, yes. Yeah, so I'm actually rooting. F I've been rooting for Peyton uh -oh. since the start of the game. And I was he was my number one draft pick, but Christian happened to be before me. So he snagged Peyton from me. Um, but I like seeing how Peyton thinks and how he works. He's been very, yes, he's been messy and doing what he, voting people out and lying, but he's been very good at not having his name in people's mouth either. So I think he's really good at kind of like Edmund. They're both, I feel like they're both super similar. Peyton's super charismatic as well. People want 
to be around him. He's He was up front with the Michelle thing. He may not be up front always, but what Peyton does is he always sets himself up to be in the best spot that he can be. And I think that's a little bit different that separates Edmund than from Peyton. I feel like Peyton was more selfish than Edmund in this game. And I don't know if the jury's going to respect that or not, but I'm rooting for Peyton. I'm hoping he pulls out this last um, captain challenge. <laughs> and um, I think he'd vote out Stephanie, which is unfortunate for my draft, but I do think his best bet is to vote out Stephanie. Uh, so he does have a chance to win and I'm super, super rooting for him. And it will like, I know, I know he got second. I think he got second into, I don't remember who he lost to. Was it maybe Duke? I think it was to Duke. (laughs) (laughs) And so if he gets there and he gets second again, I think it would like break his heart. So that's one thing that I'd be like, feel awful about, but I think he has a really good case to win if he gets to the end. And I think he has a shot. So I am rooting for Peyton Hardcore. All right, so on the opposite side of things, Ray, why are we rooting against Peyton? The reason why I the thing is, like, I really do love like Peyton. I was on his like hog like BB Hogwarts team. Like, I I do really adore Peyton. Um, but he's just so villainous. He's just like a little snake with his little one earring, like going around, like um, just also lying. But like, I just feel like I just. And when I watch a show, like I like to someone that I'm like rooting like hardcore for. And like this for this season for me was like Michelle and Erica were the people I was like, yes. And like and on the opposite hand, like Edvin and Faded were the people who I was all like, I want you to like lose. Because they were so dominant before in like past seasons as well. Um I feel like Peyton has such a good story to win. Um if people are able to see past his um snakery i think he has a good shot um but i think that's why i think taking out stephanie right now is just the best thing to do because i feel like the only chance those boys have is if they do take her out um which i think payton would do and i think he made that kind of clear um so i was just gonna be part of me feels like it might come down to like maybe who like ever went who takes out stephanie like that might be like a big move for the people in the jury but um while i'm rooting against him as like a viewer and like in my heart and friendship like i still like you hate it um so some comments for duke here uh duke is so smart <laughs> wide word wise words from duke appreciate um uh, speaking of wise words um as you said peyton lost you um any words of encouragement for him coming into this episode don't lose again, brother. No. Um, <laughs> I was. <laughs> I think Peyton. Peyton's obviously like you know Drew and Ray have said Peyton has pissed a lot of people off. I think we can see it through the uh, the episodes towards the end. But I think Peyton has played such a such a dominant like out front game, um, super super cutthroat. And I really, really hope that if he does make it to the end of this game that the jury's able to um reward him for that and like he owns up to, you know, kind of like slitting a lot of throats here at the end. Um and yeah, I don't want to see him lose again. You know, the first time was fine, obviously. Um <laughs> well, he but, was up uh, against you. So I guess the <laughs> 
So uh, yeah, I just uh, I'm rooting. I'm definitely in the rooting for Peyton uh, Boat here uh, to get to get a dub. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to see if if, if it comes to fruition. <laughs> no, I I would be okay with Peyton winning. Uh, Peyton has played a number of live reality games, so um, the fact that he keeps coming back for these and in different styles too, similar to what Drew just said, like. Um, you folks, I think, played uh, Michigan Mole together, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. That. And I just forgot, we actually played Mayhem together as well. Mm -hmm. So we did do a voting game as well. So I, I've seen the different sides of Peyton for sure. So that's interesting to see um, how he can maneuver his style of gameplay into so many different um, avenues as well. Um, now, speaking about some of the players that didn't quite make it as far, I know there is a fan favorite poll going on at the Ascendance page on Facebook. Um, so anybody can go over and check it out. Uh, last time I checked, probably my fan favorite uh, co-host with me or actually main host on Survivor CNU. And I'm just tagging along because um, Destiny has such good things to say. Uh, I think Destiny had some really great insights and really colorful commentary during the thing. So I was excited to see her play a game in person. Um, let's go over to Ray, a fan favorite. I'm guessing Michelle. Michelle, Michelle. Ah. She was just my beacon of light. Just so perfect. Just sitting there with those cute little dimples, always in danger, yet somehow managing to survive. Like, love that for her. It came down to a puzzle, broke my heart. But, you know, we all been there. So it's just like, it's just, I wanted her to like make it so far. I just, and I also just liked it because she like hasn't really played a lot of orgs, like online games, but she also hasn't. So, and then it was her first live game. She made it very far. I think she did really well. So I was like really proud of her. I'm always a fan of the newbies too. So um, Drew, not quite a newbie for the live games. Who were you rooting for fan favorite wise? Yeah, obviously Payton, he always has a special place in my heart, but mine for sure. And this could, I could be biased because I just played an org with both of them, but I absolutely, absolutely adore Nicholas and Sarah. They both, are fantastic human beings. Nicholas robbed in ascendance. If he would have played like he played in our org we were playing, oh, these people would have been in trouble. But um, Nicholas is obviously one of my fan favorites and Sarah too. I think she was robbed in this game as well. And we talked about how, we talked about the seventh place curse because that's that her episode had aired and we were just getting to seventh place. And she was up on the block, potentially going home at seventh. Um, but Sarah knows how to play this game. So they were very smart in taking Sarah out at seven because I really do think, and that's why I picked her first. That's why I said she was my dark horse to win. And uh, she did not prove me wrong. Sarah would have, I think, won this game if they didn't take her out at seventh. So my fan favorites were Nicholas and Sarah, and then obviously Peyton. So. Well, of course, everyone's going to target Sarah after everyone voted for her to win, essentially, from that's the touchy subjects. That's what happened mm -hmm. in our game, too. She won touchy subjects, and she was like, oh, God, here we go again. Please uh -oh. don't give me seventh. And she did not. She got she got third. So mm -hmm. um, good old Nicholas uh took her out, and he took me out as well. But he ended up winning. Shout out, Nick. So, oh, uh, yeah, speaking of shout out for Nick here, uh, Drew, oh, my Nick. babe, and... 
I love you too. <laughs> uh, so Stephanie does agree with you, Ray. Uh, Michelle, totally her fan favorite as well. So great taste. I, I can't <laughs> wait to see Michelle come back and do other games. Can't wait for that. Like it's going to be a thing. I know that. Um, Duke, fan favorite. I'm going to give a, a little pre-jury love. I want to, my, my fan favorite vote, I, I'm going to throw it to memes. I think that he was gone too soon. Uh, I would have wanted to see him make a deeper run and be a little chaotic, little villain in, in, in the game, and see what see what he could have mixed up. And when he was on screen, it was always it was always fun to watch. Um, I played with memes a few times, and uh, I just love what he cooks up in the confessionals and in the game, <laughs> just like messing around a little bit. <laughs> I love it. Uh, now, speaking of gone too soon, uh, gone too soon, I think would be Michael. I think Michael went out kind of because of a weird twist, kind of a he couldn't participate in the challenge. So he he couldn't there was no way for him to save himself besides like maybe finding a pendant of power. Um, correct terminology right there. So, hey, <laughs> so this um, anybody open question gone too soon? Um. I definitely think, and I know they're. I know they didn't make. I know they made jury, but Destiny gone way too soon. She should not have been first juror. I definitely think she. I thought with her edit, she was end game material. I thought she was in the top three for sure. So when she got taken out, I was shooketh, and I think she does. I definitely think she deserves a second chance for sure. Uh, your uh, friend Maddie in the comments here. Shout out for William being gone. Too oh yes, soon. we love Will. I was literally going to say like I feel like at the first boost, I, first boot, I always want to see more of just because like they really didn't get to do anything other than like get voted out. Um, but I would actually also agree with Duke. Like I feel like I wish I would have seen memes just go farther, just because he's so familiar with the format and with um, like he's been a host, he's played, he's made it to a finale on the online version. So I was hoping that he'd make it more far because I thought he would, oh, he was also going to be one of those people I was going to root against with his like chaotic <laughs> So I, if there's like a second chances, Ascendance Live, second chances, we get to see memes Memes there. has played so many seasons too. He's played four, four and a half seasons now of Ascendance. It's craziness. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I think the three of you all have played the online version of Ascendance, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I played with Drew. This way. Oh. Well, this way. I watched. <laughs> uh, Duke, how is the game translating from online to in-person from your perspective? Um, as a winner, I think, are all three of you winners? Nope. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Ray almost. <laughs> I got third. Well, uh, Ray, got you want to send the something? Uh, I want right? to send the chaos, which is way better and way more prestigious. So. <laughs> Yes. Uh, sorry, Duke. Um, how does uh, how is the sentence translating for you? So um, it's really bringing me back to the first season of the org. I think it's the format is basically identical in this live format. You know, the sixteen contestants was the same as the sixteen contestants in the org for season one. Um, same format. Just the twist of the co-captain was introduced, you know, I think either season five or season six. Um, and that's really the only thing that's been different from the org to, well, the org does that now. So that's the only like update in the format, but it's been super fun to watch it play out from playing it online. Now it's in real life and I've played with some of the people online. So it's crazy. 
Um, and just for clarification, Stephanie um, has played five times less than memes, it, it appears. So <laughs> I'm an expert. And then for all stars, I hear um, Drew and Ray. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, <man. laughs> Thank you. Um, Ray, your thoughts about um, online to... Uh, oh, I live. thought it translated really well. It, just in general, I feel like the game... Um, when I was playing it, I thought, oh, this would translate this really well into a live format just because it takes like a lot of really good parts of already established games and then like puts a really cool twist to it. Um, just, uh, and I also just feel like it's like a chaotic enough to like always keep you on your toes. Like you don't necessarily know who's going to be eliminated because you just don't know who's going to be on what tribe. Like you can't really tell what the power dynamics are or who's going to go after who. So like that was really fun to watch um i guess like in my heart i always want people to like i know there's only such a short time so i wish i could have seen um, more people like strategize over um team selections or like stuff like that because um, um i feel like that was such like a crucial part and sometimes i felt like people were like oh we didn't have enough time it just went really fast mm -hmm. uh yes so the team selection part is a very integral yes thank you papa for that um <laughs> But speaking of team selection, I'm wondering if they do this in the online or not. It it kind of surprised me going in for a team selection. It um, sometimes was two, sometimes with three. And we didn't find out that third team until we got to the very end. Drew, is that something they do online as well? Oh, it is. They'll tell they'll say, okay, you need to pick back and forth. And they don't tell you how many numbers. And then you pick and they're like, okay, this is your last pick. And then it's like, well, the last five are now on this team. So... Yeah, definitely. Definitely does happen on online too. And I, I kind of like that, that they keep you on your toes. Like you can, cause obviously you're going in, like if I win, this is who I want. And then obviously if you're planning this and they're like, okay, now these last five are on the team. You're like, well, this, you need to pick. So you need to think, do you pick your target earlier and not save them for the end, which is probably what you should do because you may not get to pick them. And now you have a whole team of people you trust. So it, it go, it's nice. Cause it changes strategy for sure. Uh, I was surprised. I was like, it, I, as a viewer, I, having not watched it, I was like, oh, that's, I felt so bad for those captains. I was, I think one person even said, I, the four people left, I wanted them to be on my team or something like that. They had like two more picks left, thinking that they would just do two teams and not three. So I was kind of like, I was shocked. I was like, whoa, I wonder if that's just a twist for the live game or something. So. Um, any twists in the online game that um, either of you want to see in the live game from the online game? I was like, I feel like Duke may know more. Our season didn't really, ours just had poker chips. You get poker chips and you can buy powers that way, which was a cool twist for uh, Ray and I season. Um, but I do think there's other cool twists. I can't think of them off the top of my head. Um, Duke may know more about that. Yeah. They so we typically do like the twists based off of the theme of the season. So like Drew was saying, his was uh, Las Vegas. What was it? Sin City, right? And yes. so, you know, the poker chips, that's what he was talking about. Um, I don't know. I don't, off the top of my head, I don't know of a twist that I would want to see that we've done um, in the live version. But the live version, the one twist that I wish they didn't do this season was the one where Michael gets screwed over. You know, he doesn't get he doesn't get an opportunity to save himself at all. Um, and 
rarely has that ever happened on the online version. So seeing it in the live version, I just felt for him there. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing that I can think of in terms of twists off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. I was just curious if you had any insider information. Be like, oh, what's coming up in season two? Like, I'm ready to get some hidden powers or something out there, advantages. <laughs> or... um, I guess before we go, uh, another shout out to where we can find. Oh, I had the link pulled up a little bit earlier, but um, in the comments, uh, I'm going to share the Ascendance channel to so make sure you go there and subscribe. Um, episode comes out tomorrow night. I know tonight we have the Survivor finale coming up very soon. Um, yeah, very soon. I just looked at the time. So, um, Drew, any final thoughts about Ascendance Live Season 1? I just, I'm going to give shout-outs, and I know he liked me, complimented him, but Nicole and Papa, you all did a fantastic job uh, this season, and I do think um, I'm losing my train of thought um i the rest of the prod too i know there was other prods i'm not just singling them out but uh nicole and papa did fantastic um being a part of the this ascendance family is super awesome um so if you get to play an org or if you get to play their lrg i definitely highly highly recommend it this season has had a lot of ups and with people crying and downs and ups and downs and i think that's what you need in a first season so I can't wait to see what they do for season two. Again, if it's anything like season one, it's going to be amazing. And I am super, super, super proud of how far they have come and super happy that they have now taken this to the live field and wish them all the best of luck. And good luck to everyone playing in next season. See who's going to be the next Peyton or Erica or Ray's lover Michelle, not lover, but like lover of the game Michelle. So that's what I try to get at. So it'll be nice. Heart. Yes, your heart, lover of your heart. So, but yeah, thanks Nicole and Papa for all you did this season. Yeah, you bring up Nicole, and I have another note on Nicole. I love the beginnings when Nicole like recaps and says those really hysterical puns about the last episode. <laughs> like it's a swimming challenge and. Oh, Edmund was drowning in the praises or something like that. I, I I made a comment on the YouTube. I was like, this is hilarious. It's just funny humor for me. Uh, but Duke, uh, your thoughts about Ascendance Season 1 before we go? It's been great. It's been great covering it. It's been great talking to all the contestants, um, doing their exit interviews. Everybody's been awesome uh, with, you know, scheduling and getting that, you know, done. Um, it's crazy, you know, over two years ago, played the online version and now I'm watching it in person happen. Um, it's just a testament to Papa, Nicole and all of other production members, you know, getting this uh, dream to become a reality. And yeah, other than that, I'm excited for the future of Ascendance. Mm -hmm. um, and Stephanie says production was amazing. So it's great to know that somebody in person has the same uh, feelings that we do watching in the show here. So um, Drew, um, I would say Duke, you're more than welcome to, if you ever want to do lost at sea on one of these things on video, you let us know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to, uh, Ray, uh, sentence live season one. 
Wow, what a season. I really enjoyed it. It was really fun to watch. Like like everyone has been saying, like I'm I'm friends with Papa and Nicole as well. And it's really awesome to see their um to see their little baby like be on screen, have everyone get like so excited about it in like live comments. It was just like really fun to watch. Um it was really dramatic. I really like like I said before, I really like this cast. Um I wish that like some people got to stay longer because that's how much I like them. Um, it was just really fun to watch. I liked all the snaky behavior. I liked, like, I like crying too. Like I like seeing that it's like cathartic, you know, like there was like moments of cathartic moments and there were like moments of like sass moments of where I was like angry at my screen. So I went through a lot of emotions. It was a great season. Uh, I can't wait to see more challenges or something uh, something for next season, too. I know they were kind of limited in the house that they had the first time. And I know uh, starting a live game like challenges are always the, oh, we can't wait to do this next time. So I'm super looking forward to season two. But yeah, I have such great high accolades for even the editing um, of season one. It was a nice story to follow. Um, I know we miss a few things. We always miss things in live games, but it went really well i understood what was going on so great job for the editing team behind that as well and the little um they do some like tally like oh this person was eliminated it keeps track of that which was super helpful as well um so yeah uh make sure if you have not watched descendants make sure you tune in and go check that out right now over on youtube um but for everyone else that is caught up we shall see you tomorrow for the finale and then for anyone joining us tonight we are doing a survivor finale too with a few special guests from the other live reality games that have tuned in for the survivor recap so make sure you tune in for that after the show eastern standard time until then uh make sure you subscribe to live reality games and go check out lost at seas podcast and then till then we'll see you for